It's the offseason, and the Golden State Warriors have a lot of questions, especially when it comes to the salary cap. So I thought, let's bring on an expert. Eric Pincus joins me next. This is Locked On Warriors. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can follow Eric Pincus. He's an instructor of the sports business class. Registration is open. You can follow the sports business class on Twitter at sportsbiz with a Z class. Uh, Eric also writes for Bleacher Report. And you can follow him on Twitter at Eric Pincus. Super easy. And you can follow me, Cyrus Otzes, on Twitter at Dog Surf Roadshow. Not quite as easy. Eric, it's absolutely a pleasure to have you on the show. How are you doing this morning, sir? And uh, I guess first question to ask you, uh, in your opinion, what do the Warriors need to do this offseason in order to be championship contenders next year, if that's a possibility? Great to see you, sir. Okay, so just like... The whole the whole thing, like you know, in five seconds. Uh, no, 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 no. We'll break it down. I don't. I, it's a hard to. I, I guess first. I'm all, like this, this morning. Let's let's start let's there. Let's see. In one in one sentence or one concept. Oof. Yikes. Pray. I don't know if there's a a. I mean, to the extreme you said, guarantee you're back at the championship level. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that's a tough one. It is. A, well, let me, let's start. With, let's start here. You're a cap expert. I, I'm so stoked you came on because the NBA just signed a new collective bargaining agreement. Uh, not necessarily favorable for teams like the Warriors who are over the cap. I looked at the cap figures and it looks like right now the team is at approximately including luxury tax penalties. And I'm getting this from Spot Track, so tell me if they're completely wrong. But uh, but uh, what I'm getting right now is that the Warriors are at approximately $440 million between salary and cap. That's without filling all the necessary roster spots. So I so so they're probably going to get two to three more veteran minimum contracts added to this. They have a draft pick number nineteen, which we, we they don't we don't even know what the GM situation is right now. So so we have no idea if they're going to trade that, if they're going to use it. Um, but what I've heard is that right now, if they just keep things the way they are uh, and they go with the, a couple of veteran minimum deals, they uh, they add the number nineteen pick. We're looking at $490 million next year, approximately. And obviously, you correct me if I'm wrong on that. Um, I've heard Joe, Joe Lacob say that they don't want to ever go above $400 million. Am I correct on everything I said there? Um, anything to add to that, sir? I mean, I have, you know, numbers in that range. Uh, it's it's not exactly what I have, but it's close. And okay. so they're all projections. But, yeah, like if they're looking at, I don't know. Two, it depends who they keep. Depends on a few little, you know, an option for uh, Dante DiVincenzo. Does he opt in? Does he opt out? Some of the things they don't control. But you are looking at a massive, massive price, which was always the case for the Warriors last year. Right. This one is the most extreme because the rules in the short term are tougher, and then in the medium and long term are, are tougher. Like so, there's a. This is the lightest year and of of restriction and, and punishment and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, they're in 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 a a very committed. A, they're a pot committed team. This is not like uh, the the Rockets who could basically get out of almost anybody they have. Um, 
you have uh, as the Warriors a lot to to sort through. Basically, if your owner is willing to pay, but it sounds like Bob Myers is is not necessarily sticking around. I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, but he's yet. not. I, I mean, I'm hearing he's gonna take a year off from this industry, and I don't know that that's fact, but that's what I hear is that it's probably he's gonna step away and and, and take a year off. I. You know, don't don't be aggregating all that. That's just like fair, fair. that's the buzz. In that's the not what your sources are you telling know. you. But again, I always feel like there's two levels of sourcing. There's sourcing that's legitimate. You're reporting it, and then there's stuff you hear that could lead to something. Like right. which level of sourcing are we have with the Bob? Well, Myers? I mean, I haven't talked to Bob Myers, his people, or the Warriors directly on this, so I can't like write and say this. But I've talked to like you know tons and tons of people in the industry. Uh, other executives, uh, agents, whoever you can think of, I typically try to talk to. And so, um, you know, the buzz is, is he's not going to be back. He'll take a year off. But that's just what other teams think about what's going to happen. It doesn't necessarily mean what is going to happen. But they also have sources, too. So, you know, take it as it is. Yeah. And, and Bob Myers, I, I tweeted this yesterday that uh, he, he had a, 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 a scheduled exit interview for this week. Exit interviews are normally done last week when the season ended. Um, he postponed it because he was at the draft combine. And the fact that he went to the draft combine tells me at least, okay, he's not for sure quitting because otherwise what's the point of going mm -hmm. to that? Um, and, 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 but then he delayed his, his uh, exit interview again this week to next week. No reason given for that. So stay tuned, Dub Nation. We're recording this on uh, May 25th. Um, but I, I, Eric, I'm hearing the same things too, that, that his family is, has been a major priority. He might be experiencing some burnout. Um, but I, I've been saying for a long time, Dub Nation and the Warriors are going to suffer if he leaves. I hope that's not the case, but regardless, uh, I guess one question I have, because if it's true that the Warriors are going to try to keep this, this salary situation at the $400 million mark, and I read an article you recently wrote about Jordan Poole about, why the Warriors even gave him that deal next year? I, I feel like they were hamstrung a little bit when the when the Draymond Green punch happened, um, which kind of makes me wonder. You know, when you when you talk about that leak a year ago, and you and you think, okay, when when certain actions occur, usually a financial motive is at play. And and look, that leak helped Jordan Poole because that was largely the catalyst for the Warriors giving him that deal last year, not this offseason, like you alluded to in your recent piece on on Bleacher Report. But regardless, if the Warriors are going to get to four hundred million. Um, Jordan Poole is going to have to be traded for nothing. And the only thing I could think of is a trade exception. I'm looking at a player like Gary Payne II. Uh, you probably have to get him off the books. He's making uh, a little over $9 million, I believe, next year. Um, so, so with the new CBA, can the Warriors get those contracts off their books for trade exceptions if they trade those two to a team like the Spurs, like the Rockets, or under the cap, is a trade exception still allowed in the CBA? And do you think that's a realistic course if the Warriors want to keep their core three, despite the fact they're aging, but still maintain that $400 million mark? Your thoughts? Well, they have you know, quite a few things to think about because, like, for one, the new the new deal is not favorable. It, 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 it was almost, I want to say almost, it was geared towards uh, you know, the Warriors, the Clippers, and a few other teams that are, you know, Toes on, you know, even the Bucks, like uh, the I can think of a few other teams, teams that are, are at this point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the Clippers and the Warriors are the top two. Right. And it they did go after uh, those two teams, but they also will impact uh, teams like the, the Pelicans, who are a small market team who have a bunch of players they want to 
pay and keep and grow, not going to be able to afford to. So uh, Warriors fans, I don't even think, I mean, it it hurts if they stay here and it makes it harder. Uh, but eventually they're going to get out of this financial situation and, and it's just the natural course of things. So, uh, but there, there are other teams that are in, in almost disadvantage, like the, the Warriors already have some really incredible players and they're already spending however much. So right. if it's just more money, it's more money. As far as like basketball restrictions, those kind of phase in over time and then impact the team long-term. So, there's a lot that they need to kind of prioritize. Uh, yeah, when when you talk about how, if you want to trade a player away, you could always trade a player away and take nothing back. Uh, and if you got a trade exception, the question is, is would you be able to use it? And the answer is kind of like, yes, if there's a trade over the summer, and then yes, if there's a trade uh, through up to through the deadline. Okay. Okay. So if you made a trade on the day before the deadline, you have a trade exception, maybe use the next day. But if you get a, a, a trade exception at the deadline, and now the deadline is passed, and now you're into the next offseason, now you can't use that trade exception if you're in that second apron territory, which, of course, is our point as far as where the Warriors at least project to be for some time. So, so how, how could the Warriors get... Uh, away from that Jordan Poole deal, like like can they? I mean, are they still? You just mentioned that they could trade him away for nothing, but don't the salaries have to match like wherever he trades them to, or or no? No, I mean it's it's all dependent on on situation. For one, uh, you could trade to a team that doesn't that is under the cap that can just absorb him entirely, and so uh, it's one of those things. I don't know that they want to just dump Jordan Poole and just right. cut that money. We're making you're sort of making an assumption that. They have to decide, is what happened in the playoffs situational? Um, is this a guy who can be and should be part of our core for the next however many years? I think when they signed the extension, I think they thought he's maybe the next Steph or something, and they were getting him at a discount, right? Whereas I think if you take into account what the league, what the market has to offer, it, you could say that, they overpaid and and certainly um he could have had an even like a better like incredible off season or something like that i guess he's already paid so like we have to go back to last year so like you know like he did what he did right like he and he did take a step i think reg, for, into the regular season so he was in, he was very good regular season last year got them they win a championship improved his regular season play and still kind of didn't pan out in the, in the, in the, in the postseason. So, uh, but again, they, they may love the contract. I don't want to say that they want to get rid of it, but if you say like, Oh, they've got to get down to a certain number, there's only so many contracts they can get rid of. It's right. Like Looney is such a valuable part of what they do. And Draymond really is. So I think that's a big, that's probably in a lot of ways, the fulcrum question what happens with Draymond that kind of sets up what else happens because if he opts out and they keep him long-term, that tells you what their budget is long-term. Right. If he opts in and it, maybe this is just like one last dance kind of thing. Uh, or do you, or does he sign with another team? That's, that's possible too. So he could get up and leave. I, I don't think he'll get that kind of money. I think 
you know, from a Draymond's point of view, if you're Draymond and his, and his agent, you're probably thinking, let's, f- without breaking the rules, well, actually, you know, most agents and teams do break the rules. And so let's not, you know, and really, I don't even think it's breaking the rules on the agent side. It's more breaking the uh, of a rule on the team side to have that kind of contact. <laughs> right. um, uh, not that agents are supposed to do that either, but um, <laughs> right, right. But it happens. So I'd be, yeah. I'd be <laughs> finding out exactly what the market is. Is there, you know, you could say, oh, like, you know, no contender or the money doesn't. But it, maybe it's something like the Pistons. Who I'm not saying this happens. I'm making this up. But like the Pistons are like, okay, he went to school here. We have all these young guys who we think are ready to take another step, and we want to get a, a guy who can show them. Not that they'll be a championship team, but they'll you know make a leap. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but it could be that if you're Draymond Green, you're talking to other teams and and finding that out. Maybe there's a team that's like, yeah, we absolutely want you. Then you're opting out. But if he can't have that security, and if the Warriors aren't giving him what he wants long term, then it then it's maybe just opt in so mm-hmm. uh really curious but where that money goes and and i think how long if they reinvest in Draymond, that kind of tells you like this do they line him up with uh with wiggins line him up with curry i guess so you know is it two more years is it three more years where where's the you know that tells you okay they're gonna try to be this warriors team for x amount of years longer and if they don't and draymond's gone or is just in his last year then it feels more like a last dance yeah, and and the Dr- Draymond has said publicly, uh, this was through Mark Spears of ESPN, that if Bob Myers goes, he goes. Um, now, who knows if he sticks to that, right? But they have a very close relationship, so I, that part is curious. When we come back, uh, I have a question for you. I'm going I'm to tee this up for you. Uh, you'll have a couple minutes to, to contemplate the answer. But let's say for the sake of argument that the Warriors maintain their stance, that they want to stick to $400 million. They don't want to go over that for their annual payroll. Look, that's an astronomical figure. And the way that things are going now, uh, if they keep everyone and Draymond either opts in or they give him an extension where he's making close to what he's making, uh, what he's scheduled to make, which is about $27 million next year. Again, we're looking at a payroll that's nearly half a billion dollars next year. Um, So when we come back, Eric, I'm curious to know if let's say you take over as GM of the Warriors and Lacob's first directive is we need 90 million lopped off this, this payroll for next year. How do they do that? That's that's the main reason why I keep bringing up Jordan Poole is because I don't I don't know how else they do that unless you're right unless Draymond Green doesn't come back, which is a sad possibility. Um, so that's that's the question I post to Eric when we come back. I got to give some love first to to eBay Motors. Uh, and again, for a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It, the Warriors are certainly facing that question right now. It's an existential crisis, but it's the same when it comes to your vehicle, right? Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to My Garage and then look for the green check to make sure that the part will fit. And if it doesn't, you get your money back. That's called the guarantee, folks, because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay Motors fit, eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first lesson every day. Every day is tomorrow on the show. Kylan Mills comes back. And we're going to start uh, introducing potential free agents that the Warriors could add this offseason. There's a lot of players available out there, and that's what we're going to be covering. Eric Pincus joins me right now, though. You can follow Eric on Twitter, at Eric Pincus. He's an instructor of the sports business class, which is accepting uh, registration right now, accepting new students. Registration is open. Eric, you also write for uh, Bleacher Report. And we go back to the question posed. Let's say the, uh, you're the GM. And Lakeup comes to you and says, "We got to lop some 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 contracts out of there. We got to we got to rework things. We got to figure this out to get our payroll down to four hundred million. What do you do?" Uh, well, I mean, the first question is: Are is it still Steph, Clay, Draymond? Like, is because that's really the heart of of the throwback championship era with some Wiggins thrown in, right? Assuming that you're keeping Wiggins too, who is such a valuable part. Yeah, hard hard to see you get out of Looney either if you're the Warriors. So. Correct. You know, it's like, well, you need to know if DiVincenzo opts in, but really everyone like guys like Moody, Baldwin, Rollins don't make a significant amount relative to uh, solving this issue. So uh, maybe Kuminga, uh, maybe, I mean, you don't want to get rid of your youth, but maybe there's a veteran, but you're still probably taking salary back anyway when you make deals. Right. Uh, uh, and I guess Gary Payton the second and one more was, who's, uh, I, I mean, well, there's most really, of yeah. making about four million next year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I guess pool is, you know, sort of, I guess that decision point of like, are you still the Steph clay Draymond or are you whatever's next, which is a little bit more like what Kuminga will be, what Moody will be, what uh, pool will still be. And so then, you know, that, that's really, I think, the fulcrum point. Are they, and, and it sounds like everybody wants to keep the band together. Uh, it sounds like Bob Myers isn't necessarily a part of that. And then if that's, you know, Dr if Draymond's true to his word, then he's, maybe he's just trying to apply pressure to, to Bob maybe. to stay. Maybe. So yeah. I, you know, and when, when, when it's time to actually get paid, I mean, you got to go where the money is and the situation is. So uh, he could have like, yeah, I'm leaving, I'm out of here. And then they go and find that, oh, well, never mind. I got to come back because <laughs> there's no more money. You know, like if right. the Warriors are paying him more and he's more valuable to the Warriors, perhaps than anyone else uh, could possibly get out of him at his age and what he does. Uh, although he, there are situations where he would help teams 100 uh, percent in the Warriors. He's sort of the key to, to almost everything they do uh, outside of what Steph is and I guess what Clay is, too. So, right. Uh, if you have to lop off like 90 million dollars, well, I mean, pool's only half of that. But he gets you there via the you know you're dropping the tax right? exactly. Tax. So, uh, and it's it's proportional. I haven't run like a, a pool less Warriors projection, uh, but you like there are teams that like if you looked at I don't know about the Rockets. I don't know about like we can go, but we could Spurs uh, Magic and, right. Well, the Magic, yeah. I mean, I think they're going after Fred Van Vliet, but let's say they don't get him. Right, you right. Know, they could try to get something like that. Um, certainly, uh, even Detroit. You know, they have guards, but you know, you, you don't know who they're invested in and who you know what they plan on. It seems a stretch um, with Ivy and and with Cade, but um, you just have to consider all the teams, Indiana, that have 
either the need and certainly starting with the money do they have the money the need is where we're sort of you know questioning but we you just list out the teams with money and I, they could just save the warriors a ton of money but at the same time like uh it would have to be enough because if the warriors are paying all that tax that team is probably getting a kickback of that tax later so that but that might only be three or four million dollars right uh like if they save the warriors a certain number it they only save them, you know, like it's one thirtieth or not even one thirtieth, like let's say one twenty. It depends on the year. It's it's a tough formula to know. So, but let's say it was a three million, you know, it costs a few million dollars. So, but if you're traded to, uh, with the team and they pay you three or four or five million dollars to make up for it, then you're willing to do it, and you're getting pool, and maybe you like him, or maybe whatever. So, uh, you know, there, I, I'll say that there are, there are. I think there would be a market. I don't know how good the market would be for pool, but I think there's a market. Yeah, I agree. Um, and, and and just for the sake of argument, because I always circle back to pool, and also I'm looking at Gary Payne the second maybe as well. Um, I keep looking at them lar- largely because, again, I really hope ownership bends and they go above the 400 million mark because that's really the only way it sounds like they can keep the band together. Um, but if they don't, if they if they're if they're making a hard line here. Um, in order to trade pool, let's say hypothetically to the Spurs, a team that sounds like would be a good fit, right? especially with Wemby, maybe you know they want a, a second potential star to pair up with them. Um, they would have to get back a trade exception, correct? Because the way the salary cap works, you can't just trade someone for nothing, correct? I mean, how would that work out? Um, I mean, it's yeah, I, I'm not sure that's how I'd put it, but basically, if if the Warriors traded pool to the Spurs and got nothing back, a trade exception would be generated as part of that. Correct. Equation. That's yeah. That's what I was, that's yeah. what I was trying to get to. And okay. then they, they don't, that money doesn't count against any tax. It's just a flexible tool that you can use. However, the Warriors would only have a certain amount of time to use it up until the, this particular trade deadline, I believe. And I, I want to double check that when that rule kicks in, I think it's, it might be after the next summer. I, it, some of the rules are, next summer and summer of the the one after so gotcha I but, wanna, and, and, I, yeah and realistically they probably wouldn't even use it i mean it'd be similar to when they traded to godala uh back in 2020 to to make the whole uh sign right. trade work for for d'angelo russell to eventually get wiggins um the, you know they got a trade exception back for that deal never used it um I, i'm just i'm just trying to figure out like like what you're this is a very interesting offseason and you use the word curious i think a lot of people are very curious about what's going to happen um, and again, I really hope the Warriors are willing to open the the, the pocketbook a little more because they got some tough decisions ahead of them. One tough decision, Eric. Uh, and again, you can follow Eric Pincus on Twitter at Eric Pincus. Registration is now open for the sports business class. Uh, and I'm going to ask you at the end of the show to describe that exactly, like what what that entails. You know, what are what are uh, students getting mm-hmm. out of it? Uh, but you can follow Absolutely. the sports business class on Twitter at Sports Biz Class Biz with a Z. Um, Clay Thompson to me is one of the many conundrums. And this is a player who is prideful. Um, Steve Kerr won't even publicly uh, uh, even consider the, the possibility of moving to the bench uh, just because Clay is his ego. Is, I mean, I don't know if ego is the right word, but his pride is that big where um, I don't think he wants to rattle Clay like that. And, and so anytime someone brings that up to, to Kerr publicly, Kerr just scoffs immediately shuts the idea down even though clay is clearly on the on the downside of his career um he's going to make approximately 43 million next year because before he's an unrestricted free agent in your opinion and maybe you have sources uh to to cooperate this but what do you think the warriors are going to do with clay um are they going to offer him an extension what kind of dollar amount do you think that would entail 
your thoughts on Clay Thompson? Uh, that's a tough one to be, you know, you kind of go to the fundamental equation that we're discussing. Like, are you Steph Clay and Draymond and for how many years are you that come hell or high water? Even if that destroys the franchise for X number of years after that's the plan. Um, at least the rules are so restrictive that it would be very difficult. And that might be, that might be fine for the Warriors. It's just, you might have some drafts down the road where, you were the worst team in the league and you have like the 28th pick or something like that, or the 29th pick just because of, you know, without getting into the mess uh, of the, of the nuances, what you're doing now is impacting seven years down the road and it can't be undone. Some of what we're, we're describing. Um, so, but again, there's, there's like uh, Steph has three more years. So do you then extend Clay for two more and lock down Draymond for three total, including this year with the option? And you're probably trying to get them like someone like Clay at a lower number saying, I mean, is he a $43 million player anymore? He's probably like a 17 million. He's kind of like should be making more than or about what Bogdanovich in Atlanta got right like that's a reasonable comp i mean the gravity of clay you could say fine and the respect of the name if you wanted to push it up to 23 24 i get it like but every million they go up you know that's that's just locking in more and more penalty and and uh long-term potential damage so yeah whether they keep clay and draymond i I have to think are partnered because they both end the same time after this right. year assuming the Draymond if they don't pay Draymond and Draymond can't get money elsewhere but the thing is is like if Draymond had a team that was willing to pay him like 18 a year for four years right he might be willing to do that because that's more money in total than his okay if you're losing 10 million this year fine you lose 10 million this year but you may not get another contract anywhere close so I could see a world, and I don't know, you know, that's just making something up. I haven't reached out to anybody on anything like that. But, um, he, you know, he, he would still need a team with cap room to pay him if it was like a $17 million, $18, 19000000 million deal. Uh, so that still is limiting. Uh, the, the mid-level that some teams will have will be about $12 million. It's probably not enough to – like if you got three years at, at 12 36 hmm. That's not anywhere close to like uh, making up for the 27 that you're right, 20, right. 27 and a half that you're uh, getting rid of. So, yeah, um, outside of that, uh, it, it does tie like if you go and you invest in those three, can you afford then this budget, which maybe you can, maybe you can't. Or do you, is it when you have to say, all right, where are you going to cut corners um, getting Clay back at the right number, getting Dre at the back back at the right number would help, but that big number for Jordan Poole is is a little bit of an eyesore if that's what they are for those next three years. If they're not, because I, I don't I don't know if that's where the money needs to be. Regular season Jordan Poole is so valuable because mm-hmm. it, stays, it, it takes the burden and the pressure off of the top of you know Steph and Clay and whatnot. Uh, I agree. Yeah, he's a playoff liability at this point, based on his size, ability to defend, and you know needing the ball in his hands a lot. And you're on a team with Steph and Clay and Draymond that's predicated on movement and is a beautiful offense. And they're not resting the same amount of time that they would rest 
in the regular season, right? right. Like they played 25 on a night where you're getting an easy win. Great. But in, a, in the playoffs, they're probably playing like 38 ish or something like that. I haven't looked, you know, I don't know how many, he, if he restricts clay or anything like that, just by a uh, requirement, but um, you, you get the point. Certainly. Yeah, no, I absolutely do. And, and I, I do I understand what you're saying that the team, I think ideally would like to get clay and Dre back at, at uh, team friendly deals to, to match up with Steph. So they all kind of finish up at the same time. I mean, that I, I can see that being the goal. So this wasn't planned, but Eric stayed with the, with me for an entire hour. And the second half of the show is coming up next, but we talk less about the Warriors cap situation. I mean, I guess it's kind of a cap related discussion, but it's much more so about the ethics, the, the logic behind the NBA, not penalizing uh, teams for drafting effectively and, and dub nation especially cares about this because and i agree it doesn't seem fair that the warriors are being penalized through the through the salary cap and the penalties for drafting efficient efficiently well eric had a, a, a new, a, added a, a new perspective to it um and look a lot of this is philosoph philosophical a lot of this is subjective but he brings up again a new perspective a new point a new viewpoint to this that that at least the Warriors fans should learn about so that they have a better understanding as to why the NBA um, penalizes a team's draft pick when it comes to luxury tax penalties the same way they would penalize a free agent acquisition. Um, and it's and again, it's it is it's a great discussion. Eric uh, is the one who talks most of the time just because, again, he brings a new viewpoint on this. So that is part two of my interview with Eric Pink is next.